Warm, dry air filled the treehouse. Jack wore a helmet-type hat, leather boots, a long-sleeved shirt, and a pair of heavy linen pants with a leather belt. A large pouch was attached to the belt. I wish I was dressed like you, said Annie, making a face. She was wearing a long white dress with frilly lace. You look like a cool explorer. I look like I'm going to a tea party. Don't feel bad, said Jack. My clothes are really scratchy and heavy. Yee-haw! Is that a donkey? said Annie. She and Jack looked out the window of the treehouse. Leaves and branches completely blocked their view. I think we landed in a sycamore tree, said Jack, studying the leaves. Annie pushed some branches aside. All they could see below were more leaves. But straight ahead, in the distance, was a wide plain dotted with sand-colored ruins. Beyond the plain, mountains loomed against a cloudless blue sky. The Egyptian sun was blindingly bright. Yee-haw! That's definitely a donkey, said Annie. Let's go look. She gathered up her long white dress and started down the rope ladder. Jack stuck the small handbook into his leather pouch. He saw that his notebook, his pencil, and the bottle of magic mist were also inside the pouch, along with some coins that showed images of pharaohs. Hey, we have some Egyptian money, he called down to Annie. Great, come on down, said Annie. She was already on the ground. Jack buckled his pouch, then clumsily climbed down the rope ladder in his leather boots. As soon as he stepped onto the grass, flies landed on his face. He shook his head and waved his hands, trying to brush them away. The sycamore tree was surrounded by bushes and other plants on a lush green river bank. Across the river, several dozen sailboats were anchored near a temple. Hee-haw! The sound came from beyond the bushes. Jack and Annie stepped around them and peeked out. Yep, donkeys, two of them, said Jack. And there's a little kid with them. About fifty feet down the river, two small donkeys were standing under a cluster of palm trees. They were shaking their long furry ears and swishing their tails to keep the flies away. A boy was napping in a rowboat on the river bank. He wore a striped robe. Want to talk to him? said Annie. Sure, said Jack. They walked out of the bushes and headed toward the boy. Hello, Annie called. The small boy scrambled out of the rowboat. He looked to be only six or seven. I did not see you coming, he said. Welcome to Thebes. My name is Ollie. Do you need donkeys and a guide? No, thanks, said Jack. My grandfather is the best guide in Thebes, Ollie said with pride. He is returning now with two travelers from England. There he is, on the horse. In the distance, a white-bearded man wearing a turban was riding a pack horse. He was leading a man and woman on donkeys toward the river. After my grandfather rows them across the Nile to their boat, he can guide you to the tombs in the cliffs, said Ali, or the Temple of Luxor. He pointed to the temple across the river. Thanks, maybe later, said Jack. We are here every day. Come back, said Ali, and he ran to meet his grandfather and the travelers from England. We just learned a lot, Jack said to Annie. 
It seems we landed in Thebes, Egypt, on the River Nile, across from the Temple of Luxor. Sounds like a fairy tale, said Annie. Jack pulled out their Egypt handbook. He found Thebes and read aloud. Travelers enjoy visiting the area of Thebes in Egypt. Four thousand years ago, the Egyptian city was the capital of the known world. At that time, it was the noisiest and liveliest place on the River Nile. Seriously? said Jack. He looked around at the quiet river bank, the donkeys, and the distant bare mountains. I guess times have changed for Thebes, said Annie. No kidding, said Jack. So I wonder what Florence Nightingale is doing here. Nursing, said Annie. She has to be. That's what she's famous for. Maybe those English travelers know something about her. Annie pointed to the couple riding with Ollie's grandfather. Remember, Florence was from England, too. Jack and Annie watched the three riders arrive at the river bank. Ollie's grandfather climbed off his pack horse and helped the couple off their donkeys. As Ollie and his grandfather gave the donkeys water, the Englishwoman noticed Jack and Annie. Hello, children, she called, waving. Jack and Annie waved back, and the couple headed toward them. How delightful to see new faces in Thebes, the woman said. Yes, said the man, smiling. Who are you? Where are you from? The man and woman were both stout and middle-aged, but they had a young, exuberant air about them. I'm Annie, and he's my brother Jack, said Annie. We're from Frog Creek, Pennsylvania. Americans, wonderful, said the woman. We are from England. My name is Celina Bracebridge. I'm traveling with my husband, Charles. Charles. 